and welcome to episode 12 of the Get Rich Podcast. My name's Rich, and in this episode, we're going to chat about some movies I've seen, uh, maybe some upcoming movies, um, a little bit of tech news, some Instagram news. So let's get right into this episode. So it's been about two weeks or so since I've recorded the last episode, episode 11, and in that two-week time, I saw three movies, and so instead of going from worst to best, let's go from best to worst. So I've heard about Green Book a lot. It was released in kind of late 2018. Um, There was a little bit of interest there for me to see it, but I kind of just kept putting it on, you know, the back burner. I didn't really... um, you know, I didn't really put it on like I have to go see it type of movie. I saw other ones, which I don't know why, because a lot of the other movies I've seen um, over Green Book were not that good. I mean, they were okay. There was a couple of them that kind of stood out, but I finally went to go see it. Um, the time, uh, the show times were pretty uh, slim pickings because it is on its way out of the theater since it's been out for uh, quite some time. But I thought this movie was fantastic. I may, I might put this movie possibly in my top ten for now. Um, I don't really know what my top ten is specifically right off the bat. But I feel like this deserves a top ten spot for me, in my opinion, uh, for my movies that I've seen. Uh, it was directed by uh, Peter Farrelly, um, who also worked on films like Dumb and Dumber. And there's something about Mary, which I thought was interesting, where he works on movies that are kind of like that dumb humor. Um, And then he works on this film. Uh, This film is about, uh, it's set in the 1960s, uh, about kind of a a rough around the edges bouncer um, who is uh, Italian. And he is hired to be a driver for a uh, classic jazz uh, piano player. Um, And the piano player is played by Mahershala Ali, and the kind of rough and tough bouncer, now driver, was uh, played by uh, Vigo Mortensen. And so these two on screen, I felt like had some of the best chemistry I've seen on, you know, on screen. Um, it was fantastic. I felt like it had so much emotion. Um, I feel Mahershala Ali is uh, quickly becoming one of my favorite actors uh, as he's starting to get more and more roles in different types, um, you know, where uh, Moonlight was kind of a uh, a drug dealer that took the little boy under his wing to make sure he was safe. Uh, Green Book, he was very proper and um, very gentleman-like. Um, I think he's, uh, he's an Alita battle angel, which he is more like sci-fi, you know, more on like uh, that type of uh, role. So... He is definitely becoming one of my favorite actors. Um, This film, Green Book, actually got five Oscar nominations. And there's a lot of talk about um, having it win film of the year um, in various uh, award shows, the SAG Awards and Oscars. And um, so it's it's up there. I would definitely go see it. Um, Like I said, since I waited too long to go see it, there might be slim times for... Uh, you to go see it, but you know, keep an eye on your know, Redbox, 
um, you know, your streaming services, you know, kind of on-demand type services. So definitely go check this one out. Another movie I went to go see was Miss Bala, uh, directed by Catherine Hardwick. Uh, Catherine is also known for her work um, directing the Twilight films, uh, Lords of Dogtown, and a couple other ones, kind of her more famous uh, famous pieces of work. So she directed Miss Bala, which was released uh, just a couple weeks ago in 2019, uh, starring Gina Rodriguez. Uh, you may know Gina Rodriguez from films like Annihilation, which was one of my favorites. Uh, a couple episodes back where I talked about my top 11 movies, I, uh, I put Annihilation as uh, one of the top contenders for me. And so I didn't even put two and two together where Gina Rodriguez was in Annihilation. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, but it's always, it's always good seeing, you know, films like this, you know, with, um, strong female leads, um, very, very, very talented directors, um, who are females. Um, and so it just shows, you know, um, they're just making amazing content. Um, the only thing is that in Hollywood, um, I see, you know, n not as much recognition um, for females in this type, you know, of directorial uh, role, um, actress, you know, that type of thing. So um, I know there's a lot of people starting to um, speak up, speak out. Um, Spike Lee is starting to speak up a little more on this type of thing, um, especially with uh, race inequality in Hollywood and the award ceremonies. And so I can, uh, I also see, um, as a viewer from different award shows that they're starting to do the same for, um, females to make sure they get their, you know, their right spot, their right pay, um, make sure it's equal across the board. So I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, another movie I saw, which I talked about in the last episode was Velvet Buzzsaw, which was a Netflix release, um, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, you know, IMDb was giving this movie a lot of praise and saying, you know, it, it's a must-see. And so I was pretty excited. You know, I, I talked about it last episode, so I was pretty excited to see this one. I actually sat down with this one and start, tried to watch it, and I got bored pretty fast. Um, it was all over the place. It was messy. Um, maybe that's what the film critics are looking for these days. But for me, in my style of what I'm into, uh, you know, I would definitely say Green Book. A million times over I would see that all the time if that was the last movie I could see over if I did not have to watch Velvet Buzzsaw again uh, so those are the three movies that I saw this past week um, as far as movies coming up uh, coming to theater soon you get happy death day to you I never saw the first one that was about the lady who kept waking up and being killed and it's kind of like Groundhog's Day um, Alita Battle Angel, they had some sneak peeks for Alita Battle Angel, which is kind of like that CGI. Um, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, and that actually is not doing too well. As far as the sneak release goes, they have some critics that have um, seen it, and they're rating that at a meta score on IMDb at a 54 uh, out of 100. So that's not that's not doing very good. Um, Fighting with My Family looks pretty good. Um, that's a little bit higher at a 69 so far. Um, so that should be coming out soon. Um, I would definitely go see Fighting with My Family. That's about the uh, brother and sister who uh, journey on to try and become uh, world 
wrestling um, entertainers or WWE wrestlers. I used to call it WWF back when I watched it when I was younger, but it's WWE. So I always forget about that. A um, couple of other ones that are coming out. Um, I don't really see How to Train Your Dragon. There's a new one of those coming out. Uh, those always get rated very high. Currently, um, it's sitting at a 74. It hasn't been released. So that's, you know, kind of all your critic ratings and uh, those, you know, that type of rating. And so those are the next couple movies coming out. Um, if I were to have to pick one, uh, I'd probably pick Fighting with My Family. Just because, you know, it, it looks better. It looks like a better all-around story. And the critics are kind of given a little higher of a score. Not too high at a 69. So hopefully when that actually gets full released uh, to the theaters that, you know, the actual um, the actual audience will will give it a better rating. Um, so sometimes critics, um, like a Velvet Buzzsaw, critics say Velvet Buzzsaw was absolutely fantastic. And you have everyone go see it. And all this stuff, and Velvet Buzzsaw was not that good. I actually ended up kind of zonking out and falling asleep on that. So let's jump into a little bit of music news, not too much. Um, at the time of recording this, um, it is Sunday, February 10th, so tonight is the Grammys. I'm not too worried about the Grammys. Um, I kind of put most of my energy into movies and um, Oscars and things like that. But even then, there's, you know, that that's kind of the same show. See, Oscars, SAG Awards, you know, that type of thing. They're all those this year, or the last, you know, twelve months or whatever. Um, they've all been so similar. Where um, Green Book is in there, uh, Black Klansman, The Favorite, If Beale Street Could Talk, you know. So there's not really much change to all of those award ceremonies. And so within the Grammys. Um, I haven't really been following music as closely, and the music I have been following is either stuff that's been out for a long time or stuff that's kind of uh, more on the smaller scale where, you know, if you were to look it up on Spotify, they would have, uh, you know, a, a max um, listen count of like under 100,000 or something. Um, I, I get more enjoyment out of kind of finding new music just because um, some of my music kind of got a little bit stale, and so I wanted to go search for other things. So the Grammys is tonight. Um, Maverick Saber. I don't know if people have ever listened to him. I listened to Maverick Saber for quite a while. He he definitely has a really really unique uh, style, and so he finally came out with some new music. So I'm uh, I'm very stoked on that to kind of jam to that this week. Um, big news for Three Eleven on March eleventh. Uh, 311 day 311 the band normally tries to do something big where whether it be uh, going on their cruise um, having 311 day in various cities and having like you know a two or three day concert um, this year um, they are doing i believe their cruise and they are releasing a um, big screen um, full release movie um, and I, I watched a little bit of the trailer which i'm pretty excited about um, this is like a one-time, one-night event type of thing. But um, their movie looks like it's going to be, um, you know, interacting with fans and behind the scenes and writing music. And so I've, uh, you know, I've been I've been a 311 fan for quite some time. So I'm pretty excited about this. We we got tickets to this. Um, it's a one-night, March 11th. So you know, uh, if you want, uh, take a look at the new up-and-coming 311 film. Um, as far as tech news goes, uh, I saw something interesting from TechCrunch, I believe, yesterday on Saturday. And 
Apple is now warning other app developers uh, because they are recording the screen without the user's consent. Now, it's probably in you know, a really tiny little writing when you download the app. Who ever really reads that, right? You download Facebook, you use Facebook. You know, you download Instagram, you use Instagram. You really don't think that um, they're going to be, you know, screen recording your every single tap and all of that stuff. But what Apple is saying now is they're trying to protect more of the privacy of the iPhone user or Apple user, I guess, because it would go to um, app developers for Macs and iPads. And so what they're saying now is they are warning app developers, whoever is uh, tracking the every tap and every click, that if you don't change and alert the user of when this is happening within the app, then they will remove the app from the app store. So two of the apps that I saw that were doing this, that were mentioned in the article that were very easily kind of flat out there, that was not um, letting the users know was hotels.com. And I believe it was Expedia.com. So I hope to see that change because it would be kind of nice, especially when you start using more of those apps where you have to purchase something because if they're tracking your every move, um, it's kind of nice to know if you're having to, for any reason, put in a social security number or a credit card number or um, something you know a little more personalized, a little more um, uh, security heavy on that. So if they are, then it would be nice if they would to let the users know. If not, you might start seeing some of those pretty popular apps get booted out of the app store. So I'm pretty sure... Um, revenue wise, I bet these companies will be like, okay, you know, Apple will listen to you. We'll start putting little alerts probably within the app. So you probably will see that coming down the pipeline pretty soon. Um, as far as Instagram, um, recently I've been, um, a little more into color photography and kind of going down that route as far as looking at for different photographers and, I've been a little more attracted to styles like William um, Eggleston. And I, I did see a book that was released from Vivian Mayer. She had color photography. Now, she, a lot of people know the Netflix documentary of Finding Vivian Mayer where they found the f- uh, film and they didn't know who, who it was. And they find out it was a lady called Vivian Meyer. Um, so the color photography of kind of like that snapshot screen uh, – snapshot street style um it kind of has some of the plain aspects uh oversaturated color i've been getting a lot more into that i don't know why i've been so much attracted to that style of photography lately uh i have even myself tried to create it that i had a second instagram account for quite some time um that was kind of more of that style and i kind of let that go dormant for a while so I logged back into that, and that one is Rich Snaps, um, just R-I-C-H-S-N-A-A-P-S. So if you want to go check that out, um, I'm trying to get more into color photography. It's definitely a challenge because um, I've always been um, a big fan of black and white and uh, landscape uh, street style. And so that's on my original Instagram account. But the Rich Snaps account is a little bit more color-focused, a little bit more on the top uh, topographic um, style that kind of William Eggleston does. Um, so at the um, kind of the last day or so, uh, I found some new music. Um, there was two artists that I wanted to mention, um, Tundi Olarian, 
A-N-I-R-A-N is his last name. Um, my wife and I have actually been jamming to him over the last couple of weeks. Um, today I was on Instagram and I found a photographer I used to follow quite often, um, Jess De Rocks. He said that he was really digging a guy named uh, Nicholas uh, Pachberg, P-A-S-C-H-B-U-R-G. And so I was checking out his music a little bit tonight. And it was actually um, pretty relaxing. Uh, so definitely give those two um, uh, musicians or artists a check. Um, I've been kind of in between books. I tried to start Springfield Confidential where it was talking about, you know, the writers from The Simpsons and stuff like that. But I, I really didn't get into it. I got about, you know, five, six chapters in. Um, I was doing it by audiobook, but I couldn't really get into it. So I kind of let that one go back to the library um, automatically through the app. Uh, one of the podcasts I've been listening to uh, recently, I've been getting back into This Week in Photography or This Week in Photo with uh, Frederick Van Johnson. There was a recent episode, probably four or five episodes ago, where he interviewed Iberian X, um, which is from the Candid Frame. Iberian X has this kind of nice, smooth, jazz voice, but they both talk about making fo uh, uh, photographs. A lot of people says I take photographs. But Iberian X is, I make photographs. You are more uh, aware of your surroundings. You're more aware of your lighting. Um, you're not just snap, snap, snap. Uh, all these photos, and you have, you know, 7,000 photos, and none of them are good. Iberian X talks about the process that he actually goes through. He actually wrote a book of um, purposefully going out with your camera, having a vision looking for various uh, light and shadows and textures and things like that. So uh, I don't know off the top of my head what episode that is. It was about two or three episodes on uh, the TWIP network. So go give that a listen. If you don't listen to This Week in Photo and you're remotely into photography, I think Frederick Van Johnson for years, I think I've been listening to TWIP to, I've been listening to TWIP for probably three or four, maybe five years um, definitely go check um, that out. Frederick Van does a fantastic job. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have for this episode. Um, you know, if you want, definitely follow me on Instagram. My main account is just uh, Rich, which is one R, two I's, three C's, and four H's. Um, if you do listen to this on the Anchor app, is which where it gets primarily posted to, you can drop me a voicemail. You can follow me and send me a message on instagram um, and that's all i really got so i will see everyone in the next episode and for those in the cold definitely stay warm bye